1: I want to welcome you to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we are going to speak with Katarine Poulet. Katarine is a joy and fulfillment coach. She's also an entrepreneurship champion. Katarine, I hope you are fabulous. I think you may be our first uh, French um, guest on Brains, I think.
0: Uh, actually, I'm half, half Belgian, half German. Okay. I don't label myself I'm I'm th- from, the <laughs> <laughs> from the world
1: you're from the world you you're yes. from you're from everywhere and anywhere right
0: yes exactly i i lived uh, in a lot of countries already so speaking a lot of languages uh, i see my, myself as uh, from everywhere
1: and being being a, sit- a citizen of everywhere do you feel do you feel like some of your experience of living in different countries has really served you both individually and also maybe in the work that you do?
0: Yes, because uh, you have different cultures, depending on where you are or where you come from, where you're living. And it's sometimes really difficult for people to put themselves in another culture and accepting things like normal.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's good, I think, to be exposed to different cultures it broadens your understanding it also helps you realize there's more than one way to do something uh, so yeah I always find it quite rich I, I remember when I moved to America when I was 18 and it really helped transition me from a boy to a man uh, and you talking about how like you're half Belgian half German and then have a, a French uh, like name uh, it reminds me of a teacher I once had uh, called Mrs. Island. She was Mrs. Island. She lived in England. Her husband was Welsh and she was born in Scotland.
0: <laughs> yeah, that shows really the diversity. So that's great. Isn't I mean, that funny? I, I, I could go further. I mean, I have one daughter uh, who was born in Belgium, the second one in France, and the third one in Spain. So <laughs> you see,
1: <laughs> it's like the three musketeers, right?
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh I love that Katerine love it now you've spent a lot of your time like working like with women predominantly like what what made you decide to work with 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 women
0: Uh, actually it was more like they decided to come to me okay so uh, I also coached men but uh, the majority are women and I think that I understand their situation uh, as I went through a lot of
2: their hurdles mm.
1: yeah it's it's interesting isn't it i think that when you've had that 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 reference of of how you process things it's it's interesting to know that when people are drawn to you uh for me that's a, a great com- compliment because you know we tend to live behind titles and, and positions. But when people come to us, it really changes, I think, the way that we, we go about things. It's much more healthier to be pully rather than pushy.
0: Yes. I don't like to be pushy at all. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Now, I admire a lot of single mothers out there in the world that are raising children and also hustling in, in their endeavor. It's It's one thing I have huge respect for because I think – Typically, as a, as a you know, I have I have three children, uh, and my and my children live with their mum. Like, and I'm very mindful of the fact that, you know, for mothers in that situation that also then have a business and are trying to juggle. Like, I do. I have massive respect because, in some ways, I'm in a fortunate place where I have plenty of time to be able to hustle and, and do my endeavour, but to be able to be a, a, you know raising children as well is is incredible. What What's your mission to those that are feeling exhausted? Because I know a lot of your work is around helping people that are exhausted, in particular women. So, you know, what's your mission with that? Like, And, and what do you do to help them kind of find the balance?
0: I, I think that women, and especially moms, uh, tend to put uh, everyone first, like uh, their work, uh, their children, their family, and when they think about themselves, it's like, uh, okay, I will do this later. And then this later, at some point late in the evening arrives and they are so exhausted that it never comes. So, uh, self-care is kind of seen like a luxury when it should really not be, it should be a uh, part of your daily schedule. It should be one of your priorities. And, uh, we oftentimes forget to set boundaries hmm so uh when they are asked to do a lot of things one first thing would be to ask themselves uh is this on my agenda or is this on the agenda of someone else
1: Mm, i like that i like i like i like some practicals as well as you talking around things that that are really prominent so that's a great question is what I'm about to commit to on on my agenda or on somebody else's. And that's really great uh, regulation of self because, you know, we can't give from an empty cup, can we?
0: Exactly. And so this is what I always say. It's like when you're in the plane, you put your oxygen mask first. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you can't help anyone else. Mm. And uh, while you're talking about commitment, uh, actually, we don't realize this. But when we look at our life, uh, our days or at home, it really represents what we are committed to.
1: Mm -hmm. That's very true. So reflecting, I guess, reflecting on what you're giving your heart and your energy to is very telling, right? Yeah. And obviously self-care is one of these things that for me has become really prominent in the last few years. So other than kind of like asking, which I think is a great question, is this on my agenda or on somebody else's what are what other sort of things do you do and would encourage other people when it comes to maybe maybe if we're just listening to this now, is there some things that we can just take stock of where we can almost check uh, our ability uh, and the health that we're giving to ourselves with self care? Would there be some other things that you could maybe mention?
0: I would say that one of the most important things uh, we do less and less. It's journaling.
2: Yes. Yes. And
0: it doesn't have to be like half an hour writing. It can be just two minutes. Uh, it doesn't have to be in the morning. Although if you do it in the morning, it really primes in a way your day. Mm. Uh, but just taking the time to to be mindful, to be aware, mm. to think of yourself. What are your priorities in your, in your life? Mm. What would you like to do? Because mm. there is also the thing of the goals we have and we think we need to do or achieve and they might be totally uh in not aligned with our passions and our core values
1: mm. Mm. yeah i mean i find ju- i find journaling cathartic you know it's it's very healing yes and sometimes we need our feelings to go s- somewhere so when we put them onto paper it, it gets helps it out us. of your head exactly I always talk about how often people people's head needs to go for a poo. It's like there's so much in there that it needs to come out. Yeah. Like and journaling's a, a good way of getting the crap that's going on inside and, and out onto paper.
0: Yes, because even if you have uh, a good friend with whom you can, or a partner with whom you can talk, at one point you don't want to talk always about the same things or problems or struggles. Mm. And they may also be things you don't want to talk about. And so journaling is a way to bring this out of your head.
1: Absolutely. Love that. So, journaling, asking yourself, you know, is this on my agenda? You know, you talked about boundaries. Boundaries is an interesting one because we often, when we hear about boundaries, we often talk about keeping things out, but actually boundaries are as much about keeping things in. Can you can you kind of maybe go a little deeper on, on that in terms of boundaries, actually keeping stuff in as well as things out?
0: I think that you need, we all have a space around ourselves. Uh, in the physical world, if someone you don't know gets too close to you, you might feel like... I need some space. I need some air to breathe. Mm. And so I, I would use this uh, and and think about when you set boundaries, it's not only to say no, it's just that you preserve your own space.
2: Mm.
1: Exactly. And I think it is about self-regul- uh, self-regulation self and, and knowing self, but also being brave to take care of yourself first, yeah. In order to be of greater benefit to, to other people, right?
0: Yeah, totally. So uh it was uh during the pandemic especially. I, I talked with a lot of women who said, yes, but uh I don't I eat in front of my computer uh during lunchtime because there might th- be things popping up. And I said, Look, we all have the, the right to have like a, a lunch break, just put yourself as away. Mm-hmm. Or just block your calendar, which is the mm. first thing to do.
1: Mm. Exactly. One one reflection or observation I have is is actually mothers in particular finding it particularly difficult to see beyond the fact that they are more than just a mum. Um. What? Why do you believe that that women struggle with that, and what would be your encouragement? To to mothers who actually are almost, it's almost like, it's, in, it's interesting because when I have discussions with fathers, we don't seem to have the same difficulty. And I don't know whether it's because majority of fathers are not the primary caregiver of their children um, or what. But I find that mothers in particular, they get so wrapped up in being a mother that they have lost the ability to be something else as well as being a mother.
0: I think that here, again, it's a, a little bit what uh, they they were learned too from education, what they see, uh, you must be a mom, and they put themselves first as a mom. But actually, uh, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a question of compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, rather than you're not only a mum, you're a woman. You're a sister, you're a daughter, uh, you're a friend, you are a CEO or whatever you are. You have different roles. And this is uh, the same for men and women. Mm. But I think that women tend to uh, forget this a little bit. Mm. And uh, maybe there's also um, the thing that they might feel they're not good enough as a mom. Mm. It makes it that they want to be first the mom and then the other, uh, all the rest, but all the rest, it's not possible. You have to, and this is also one of the reasons why you have to set boundaries. Mm.
1: Yeah, it definitely seems to be a a, a guilt thing almost, So I can't be away from my children because I'm not a good mother. Whereas actually, you know, for me, I always think the best parent you can be to your child is to come from a place of, where you feel enlightened and and happy and good because you're getting the benefit of other interactions and influences that then actually when you you give within the role of being a mother or a father, you're coming from a a place of rest and of happiness because you are not an island.
0: Yes, and and, you know sometimes it's better to have less time with your kids but but more quality time.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's so important. Katerina, I'm glad that you said that because I think sometimes we do equate, you know, uh, more, be, more being better, but sometimes less is more. Yes. So I like that. I think, I mean, we could spend a while just on that point alone, but I, I think that's uh, a challenge that we all must uh, continue to, to work through. Now, I know within your coaching, you know, and coaching women in particular, you really help women feel enough vibrant and fulfilled how do you go about find finding ways to make one of your clients feel enough feel like alive and vibrant and and feeling fulfilled especially on some of the things we've just discussed you know being a mother you know having a business how how are you doing this
0: so i i think we have to first see where the problems lie Mm. Uh if uh, someone say I'm I'm totally exhausted at 11, uh, I'm totally stressed, I travel a lot, and then I still have to uh, reconnect to work to to finish some things, there is a, a a problem with the organization you have during your mm. day. And that's it's really important again, back to the agenda. What do you have on your agenda? Mm. What is really important? Uh, if you have goals don't have more than three If you have mm. more than three you have none
2: mm. Mm.
0: so you need to be able to learn how to focus on the really important things mm. rather than uh letting distractions uh rule your day
1: mm. that's an interesting one you know ha- like it is it's almost like if you if you have too much then you you don't even you don't even begin. Exactly. Um,
0: And multitasking is really the worst thing to do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's one thing at a time, isn't it? It's one break, it's one page.
0: Yes. And taking regular breaks during the day, I would say. It doesn't have to be like a one-hour break, uh, but like five minutes here or there, or even two minutes, just uh, taking a step back, breathing deeply, allows you to refocus better afterwards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm and most don't do this because they think i don't have the time for that mm. so uh, i continue i will have a break later and then as i said before the later never comes mm. and then you 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 end the uh, the day totally exhausted and drained
1: mm. i think we have a lot of synergy you know breaks lead to breakthroughs i i'm a big believer in you know sometimes to get ahead you have to stop yes which Again, for me, it's about it's about an inward journey rather than an upward journey.
0: Yes. And, you know, progress, uh, be it uh, working on your goals or on your dreams or whatever, it's not a straight line up. Mm. It's like uh, ups and downs and rights and lefts. And you need this.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's a carousel, you know, where it goes g- like gently up and up, but it doesn't. Doesn't yeah. feel that way because there isn't as much of a gradient, but it's just slow and steady. Yeah, yeah, that's so much more more valuable.
0: Another thing as well is uh, we we see too much people talking about failures, mm. and actually, you don't fail; you learn.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: And this is a way to see things to get the guilt out mm. of your day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think it's John Maxwell, isn't it? He says sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. Yes, and that's okay. that's a much better and healthier frame, isn't it? Yeah, and it makes I mean, life a lot more exciting.
0: Think about a kid when they start learning to walk; mm. they don't do this in one day.
1: <laughs> no, no, they don't. And you know, whenever, whenever I I've thought about the analogy of children when they when they when they're crawling and then they get up and they take one step and they fall on their bum uh, and then they do it again, like what's happening is their legs are getting stronger, which is a great metaphor for when we try something and miss it, but then we're learning, we're growing, um, you know, stronger, having more resource. Yeah. It's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. Mm. One thing I wanted to ask you, and this is something that, I don't necessarily have a reference to. So it'd be really good for you to kind of share what you mean by this is tell me about the connection between our personal well-being and environmental sustainability. Because I know that you're very passionate about the environment as well. I I really want to understand that. What does that look like? And and where is the connection there?
0: I think that if you take yourself, Mm. Then you have your family, friends, everything around.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you have the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't just stop at one point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just caring for yourself or just caring for those around you. And that's mm. it.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I I needed to hear it that way, I think, because when I saw when I saw it, I was like, okay, that's fascinating. Because I I'm a big believer that if you change if you change yourself, you change the world because you're yeah. a part of it, even though you're a small part, you know, one amongst billions. But but still, if you affect one, you ex you you affect the billion, you know. And I, so, I agree with with what you're saying there.
0: I like to think about when you see yourself in the in the mirror in the morning. First thing, smile to yourself. Mm. But mm. also, you should be proud of who you you're seeing in the mirror.
2: Mm. Yes.
1: I, I I saw a friend of mine on Instagram today and she she was challenging people to put their phones away when they walk because she was saying that there's people that you walk past every day that would benefit from your smile and also you'd benefit from theirs. So it's interesting that you're saying that because I think that sometimes we do you know there's times when we are selfish and actually I'm not all against being selfish. I mean we're talking about self-care and self-love which some people could say it's, it's selfish, but actually, it's not. It, it isn't exactly. No. So, but then we also have a responsibility, like you're saying, to those around us. And the the better that I am, and the better you are, Catarine, then then the better it is for those around us as as well.
0: Yeah, if you look to someone really mad, mm. you won't make their day. Mm. If you're smiling. You feel happy. The other person sees it, and it's really a ripple effect.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: It is, and I think we just need to be a bit more conscious of the fact that people are watching and people are affected by how we're showing up for ourselves.
0: Yeah. Because even if you don't, uh, if you're not aware of this unconsciously, uh. you feel it.
2: Hmm.
1: Exactly. How can we take our passion and be more creative in a, in our expression and and maybe more mindful in our in our lives? I know that that's something that you uh, are the queen of, you know, being able to help people be more creative in a, in their expression.
0: I think that first of all, you need to be aware of your core values. Mm. This would be really the first step. Mm. And the second step is to think about your passions. What are you passionate about? Mm. Not what you think you should do, but what you really enjoy. What is the the thing you most enjoy during your day? What Mm. what makes you smile? Mm. What brings you energy and motivation? Mm. And then look at the intersection of both and see what comes out. Mm. Mm. And, Once you've seen this, check your daily life. Mm. What is on your plate? What are your goals? Is it in alignment? Mm -hmm. Because if it's truly not in alignment, you can't be happy and joyful and feeling fulfilled at the end of the day. There is something missing. Mm. It's really finding the purpose.
2: Mm-hmm. Your meaning. Yeah, when I'm you...
0: doing things I enjoy. Mm. I can forget the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not even hungry. I'm just enjoying what I'm doing.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you're fulfilled just on on life itself, on alignment, as you said, purpose. Yes. We share a lot. I think we share a lot in terms of how we think and how we we help others. Um, I mean. A lot of it starts in the head. Yes. You know, our our mind is our greatest adversary and our greatest ally.
0: And there come comes in the limiting beliefs, mm. which we don't realize always, mostly. Mm. And uh, this feeling of, especially for women or moms, this not good enough.
1: Mm. And we need... We need the unlimiting beliefs, which nobody yes. talks about. We need to talk about the unlimiting beliefs.
0: Yes. So this is also uh, part of the transformation. Get rid of the limiting beliefs.
1: mm And Because then you...
0: even if you find where your passions align with your dreams or goals, if you still have limiting beliefs or obstacles in your way, it will block you.
2: mm
1: Exactly. Now, you seem to have a great ability to really reflect and you do a lot of reflection, which is a lot of your own growth, but also where you help other people maybe unlock. So I'm just fascinated, Catherine, what's been the most insightful revelation that you've had this year so far?
0: Um, This year, I must say, uh, at the beginning of the year, I, I decided, for example, to stop my work. At a certain time in the evening
2: mm-hmm.
0: no laptop on the weekends mm-hmm. and it was mainly because i know myself and i'm passionate and when i do something that i really enjoy and love as i said i can forget the time i can forget uh to eat but actually you also need time to rest and recover mm. So the best advisors are mostly for others and we forget to to use this ourselves. So this was my, my, one of my things at the beginning of the year where I said, okay, uh, let's take a step back. Uh, how was last year? What was missing? And this is something that was missing in my life. So I decided, okay, after 6.30 PM, I'm done. Mm. Weekends off the laptop.
1: Mm. And obviously we were, talk- we were talking about less is more. Is this like, yeah. do you find now because you're actually doing less that you're actually achieving more, got more energy and actually making more progress in the time where you are focused on on your endeavors?
0: Yeah, totally. Mm. I'm just in the flow. Mm. During the week when I do something, it just pours out.
2: Mm. Lovely. I,
0: lo- I love writing and I could write all day. And so Mm. I have, I don't know how many notebooks I fill uh, during a month. (laughs) And uh, yes, it's just, you leave the space for your head, for your brain Mm. to rest Mm. and come up with new things. Mm -hmm. If you're always busy, you don't leave the space.
2: Mm. Mm. Very true.
1: Now, you're a creator and you've been you've been creating lots of resource and you've got some great things coming up. You've got a podcast uh, coming up shortly. You've got an, a new book on its way. And then you're also opening up um, two spaces uh, through the course of this year for a series of courses. Do you want to maybe share a little bit about, about each of those?
0: Yes, sure. So um, first of all, I created the Joint Fulfillment Index, uh, which gives you an idea of where you stand. So it's uh, within the, the coaching programs. But I did a simplified version, which is uh, the joint fulfillment score. It takes less than a minute to see if you have areas for improvement or if you need more growth and learning or if you have, uh, you're pretty uh, much in your strength. Um, I have a 28-day Cultivating Joy and Fulfillment. Uh, which helps integrate daily asking the right questions journaling and people who tell me they don't have 10 minutes per day I don't believe them (laughs) we have them we just need to take them again and then uh, twice a year I'm opening uh, for once the happiness journey Mm -hmm. which is aimed more to the general public and the Elite Fulfillment Mastery, which is more for entrepreneurs. And so 1st of July and 1st of January. And this is a year-long program with weekly content, coaching calls and uh, more resources as well.
1: Okay, so you're you're offering quite a lot of ways for people to kind of like work with you depending on... It is funny, isn't it, how people say that Uh, they don't have 10 minutes. I'm always fascinated by motivations because at the end of the day, if we really want to do something, then we will find time. One of my favorite quotes is, if it's important to you, you find a way. If not, you find an excuse.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I totally agree with you.
1: Yeah, I once bought a T-shirt in an American store which made me chuckle. And it said on it, I'm sorry I'm late. I didn't really want to come. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah i mean if if it's something important for you you will be there on time or even before Uh, you just need to make it a a priority Uh, and this is also setting boundaries and and preserve your personal space this is why I, i i like to journal in the morning because it it primes in a way your day
1: yeah so you got two openings, uh, July first and January first, right? Yeah.
0: So uh, they they it it opens up twice a year. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And then the I have a book uh, which is coming out, uh, the little book of joy. The little book because it's short because we don't have the time or most people think they don't have the time. So let's make it short and and sweet and. Uh, Included is a 30-day challenge at the end. So they can keep or doing it uh, while starting reading the book.
2: Love that.
1: Love that. And then you have a podcast coming. Yeah. So tell us about that.
0: Okay. It's the perfect life concept. And Mm -hmm. people tell me, no, no, but perfection doesn't exist. (laughs) It's not about perfection. It's about what is perfect for you. Mm. So that you can live a life full of joy and fulfillment. Mm. It does. It has to make sense for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not what others say you should be living.
2: Hmm.
1: Is this something where you'll have guests, or is this something that is going to be you so it,
0: leading? It's it's uh, it's it's coming out every Monday. Uh-huh. A short episode, uh, which is in two parts. So the first part is the podcast itself. The second part of the podcast episode is a meditation. Okay to integrate what you just heard and okay. listen to
2: okay
0: and then you have the meditation as a standalone if you want to continue with the meditation the rest of the week okay without listening to the beginning again. Hmm. And then I will have guests once a month.
2: Hmm.
1: So I'm interested now so what give us an example of a focus point that will be on your podcast that will then lead into a meditation.
0: So, for example, talking about uh, joy and fulfillment, uh, Mm -hmm. my concept is really based on the joy and fulfillment trifecta, which is the three pillars, health, abundance, not necessarily wealth, but abundance of time, freedom, and then love. And I specifically say love and not relationships because it starts with self-love. You Mm -hmm. can't have good relationships if you don't love yourself.
2: Mm. very true
0: and so i explain the three pillars how you can what's important how you can incorporate several things into your life and then a meditation and the meditation also focuses on getting rid of these limiting beliefs of these thoughts of i'm not good enough i can't allow myself to take the time for for this
1: Mm. like it like that Sounds fantastic, Catherine. I'm going to have a listen to that. You have to let me know when it comes out. And I'll yeah, have a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have a butcher. <laughs>
0: sure.
1: uh, okay, so before before we uh, bring this into land, uh, maybe one last thing that you want people to really kind of take away from or chew on at the moment, because I think that you like to kind of leave people with a thought and then let people know how they can get in touch with you.
0: Uh, my website, uh, catherinepoley.coach. Mm-hmm. And there you find uh, the... the the score you can check out your score you can uh, you have articles Uh, you will find also the also the link to the podcast and uh, you have resources you can book a free call with me if you want Hmm. I think it's the easiest way and if you search on social media platforms I'm more or less everywhere even if I'm not uh, always very busy on them Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can find me there as well
1: lovely and maybe one last thought for us then kateri
0: yeah yep take your time for yourself Mm. i mean even if it's just two minutes at the beginning of your day Mm. make it about you Mm. and it's not selfish at all Mm. it's self-preservation actually
2: Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i love that that's right up my street love love that flipping that on its head um in order to be able to be a greater contribution to others, you have to be a of greater contribution contribution to yourself, right?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: Well, I love that. This has been fantastic. It's uh, really been like something that's in my wheelhouse, and and I've just loved the o- organicness uh, and the warmth and depth of of yourself, Kataline, And uh, thank you for joining me on today's episode.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Mark Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.